baby. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Monkey, and I am here, as always, with Mr. Ron DFF, Justin Rogers. What's I'm up? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm really, really here. How are you doing? <laughs> Man, I'm good. I'm good. I, look, I listened to that roast podcast yesterday on my run. Yeah, I got to get out of that mode because I really just want to keep on torching people. That was so much fun. You never listen to shows. So. I don't. I don't. But I was excited for that one. That was a fun episode, but I think it tonight's going to be fun too, man. What do you think? I believe tonight's going to be a good time. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's no small feat what you've done to get this guest on, uh, on the show here. See where you're going right now. Yeah. Yeah. You see, mm-hmm. it's a little uh, tease there. That's professional podcasting, folks. Yes. <laughs> Tell, tell our tell our listeners about our lovely guest. Oh my goodness, we have an FTN network specialist. No, I have I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. Uh, you know, we have a we 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 have a a Twitter personality, a a powerhouse, if you will, in the hashtag WOFF community, the women of fantasy football. We love to have everybody on part of that hashtag. So. This is just adds to the the way we like to roll our show, man. Just a nice, diverse community that comes right through, and we can hang out and and, and talk you and know, get to know everybody. I gotta pause. I gotta pause you for a second. Oh, fuck what? It's it's not a white claw, but you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I've never had a white claw. Oh God. Yes. So so Stephanie, aka Steffi Smalls, on Twitter. Welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. I know. I rescheduled you guys. I had the bubonic plague or whatever I had. Uh, we don't really know. Uh, it was a little late tonight, but I am very excited to talk to you too. It's been a long time coming. We're all part of this fantasy Twitter. And, you know, there was a Steffi Smalls popping up here or there, you know, and then you'd see a little mm. bit more here, a little bit more there. And then, you know, in YouTube. And then there was just like this meteoric rise and you became this polarizing, like, I don't know. Mm. I, I say Twitter personality because we're all kind of like Twitter personalities in this community you know it's like a gnat you can't get rid of you know like you either you either learn to love me or you don't like me because i make i give you no option i mean okay <laughs> let's be fair twitter tried to get rid of you and burner smalls came along so yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> like she's horrible but i love her you know sometimes you need her, her this week <laughs> yeah i don't i honestly don't know what's going on this is all new to me i am here for the ride, apparently, <laughs> whether right, I like man. it or not. <laughs> and no, so we, are you we, guys. So, Steph, mm-hmm. let me ask you, you. Your Twitter says you joined in July of 2011. Yes. Did you join and then like forget about the account and then just come back for fantasy football? What happened there? I deleted it. And then, so I was going to medical school on an island in the Caribbean. And then uh, COVID and Trump were like, they're closing the borders. You have to leave. Long story short, because I'll ramble, I downloaded Twitter, deleted it again, re-downloaded it. October, I think. I didn't have it for a very long time. October was when I finally decided I was going to start ranting about the New York Giants and Somehow here we are. You know, if you look at my page, Justin and Stephanie, I was at a happy hour at work. There you go, October 2009. Remember those snuggy pub crawls that were big like 10 years ago? Yes. Yeah. I really Wait, do. No, no. Wait, how are you aware of this? Because my mom, because my mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I organized a Snuggy pub crawl. It's kind of embarrassing, Larry. Oh, no, sure dude, I raised now, you're, now you're the organizer. It went from being like I was honest. It was like a canned good drive, and for the Ronald McDonald House, it was a huge charity thing, and it was I was on the front page of the newspaper. It's like a big, oh. big deal. New Brunswick and Rutgers. It was on the campus of Rutgers. What What exactly were you doing in the Giants world? Yeah, let's get into uh, that. Like, yelling. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like you were, I uh, was doing like injury reports for New York yeah. Rush, uh, yeah. somehow, but that's really how I got my start is uh, with the New York Giants world. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because I've seen you around, obviously, and I'm just like, man, I I was on the fence. Go away. You're, you're like, go away. <laughs> like, you're annoying, dude. Like, we don't care what your everyone is. Go uh, away. I know, I know, I know, I know. I've heard it all before. <laughs> yes, but, I'm, uh, but, I was, but I'm like, you know what? I think we, we can we can come together. And I don't know. We we, we collaborate. Hold we were on. on another show. We were, we crossed paths uh, on another show or two. That's right. Recently. Yes, we can. I think it's okay. So, uh, I think it's time yeah, so for us to. We can, co uh, we can coexist as a, as a giant. I mean, I mean, I am a giant hater. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's really awkward. I like the punny there. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, anyway. <laughs> It's awkward being stuck between a Jets and a Giants fan here, so I don't know what's going on. Well, if they would just get – you know, actually, I want you guys to take MetLife, and then we'll build a new stadium, and you guys can have the trash stadium yeah, but where that the hell is MetLife. Where the hell are you going to build a stadium at on top they, of it? That probably costs – yeah. It was such yeah. a missed opportunity to make, like, this super cool stadium, and it's just this blah. looks like a trash can. Really. Mm -hmm. It's awful. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Justin's in Mississippi. Justin's in Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. I go to Atlanta. I, I, I don't want to claim Mississippi as like anything sports related because clearly there's not shit going on here. But I'm Am I also the only person that hears Mississippi and all I think of is like being in grade school being like M-I-S-S-I. -S -S <laughs> that's like the easy way to do it. You got to go like in my cricket letter, cricket letter, I cricket letter, cricket letter, I humpback, humpback. I. What? What the Have fuck? you never heard no. this? What? Mm. You people up north, what is going on? Sounds what are you like saying? a crooked letter and humpback humpback. Cricket what? Crooked letter. <laughs> you know, because an S is a crooked letter. Crooked letter. Mm. You can get it. I people should people should call me double crooked letter. Yeah, that's you know <laughs> what? I think we got a new uh, like you can keep your I hand think that's like, you gotta change your yeah. It's like, no, I want to get, please get rid of my hand. If it wasn't for Tom Brady, I would get rid of my handle, you know. The three L's are Tom Brady's, and that's it. It's my... two from the Giants, one from Nick Foles. So uh, if he loses another one, then I have to add another L. Yeah. I don't even know if that handle is possible. Then what do we do? It's a whole nightmare. So we'll just I go am... to double crooked letter. My wife is named Stephanie, and so is my sister. And they both hate Steffi. Like, they don't like the I word. hate it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I hate it. You see, I'm, you guys can see, not everyone can see, but Biggie Smalls is up there uh, in my corner. So, uh, you know, I was just trying to hide my identity. Uh, and I think that it's funny <laughs> because I'm a very small, I'm a smaller than normal human. So I thought I was being funny, Biggie Smalls, Steffi Smalls. And now people oh, yes. are like writing emails and they're like, 
dear Steffi, uh, and I have to add mm -hmm. on, please don't call me that. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. So it's fine. It's getting better. I think I've made it very clear. I changed yeah, but you know, rebranding is tough. Once you get it's that hard. brand, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I screwed mm. myself. And it's hilarious because I had no idea I was doing it. That's the best part. I was just joking around like this is all funny. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea that I was just going to like create a whole, here we go. Here's your career now. Uh, and yeah, we call yeah, you yeah. Steffi. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. It's, it's a disgusting name. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and yet here you are. Hey now, yeah. talking about careers and stuff. What is go? What mm -hmm. is the FTN network? What is? Can you explain that to me? Because I see it all over the place, and mm -hmm. I clicked on a link today, and it took me. I went down like a wormhole. So, can you like? You can't uh, go. There's a lot. Yeah. You name yeah. it. They have esports. Like name the sport that you want information on, and this company has it. It's fantastic. I am very fortunate to be given the opportunity uh, when it happened. I left. So I was very fortunate that they gave me the chance. The opportunity of giving me this platform to expand. But they're great. I mean, we just uh, built up our data, which is fantastic. The guys that they have brought on, the FTN data is really great like i have found myself trying to go to other sites and then i bring myself back to again i have a subscription uh but still i'm going back in there because i am very excited about what they've been able to do so the data that just is coming out is football content uh it's every stat that you could even imagine is on there they're doing fantastic stuff i don't know how much they're going to expand it as far right. as every other sport goes but they've done a good job trying to compete with sites that, you know, we all know and love to go to for our data. I'm still new here. Uh, they have me on the bet side a little bit. I haven't been introduced to DFS, uh, but they have every, okay. it's crazy. I don't even know how they were able, you know, and it didn't, yeah. it only started a year ago, which is so cool. And There's they have some of, really cool names over there. I'm very excited to see where they're able to go. A lot of bells and whistles on that website. I was like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of places to go. Well, there's FTM Fancy, FTM Bets, FTM, you know, DFS, right, FTM exactly. Daily. Yeah. That's, that's why I didn't really know. I didn't even know how to like phrase the question because I was like FTN. I'm like, there's yeah. like, so many of them. FTM yeah. and that. Cool. My content is on FTM Bets and FTM Fantasy. And then I'm not quite on DFS, but maybe I'll sneak my way on there. Well, you got something coming out soon too. In addition to everything else that you have going on mm -hmm. for the girls. I see you guys together. And I, I just think of like the squad you know what i'm saying four powerhouse women running this show how did that come together with lindellians linda g cooter doodle and ffb victoria did i say that right yeah yeah uh, it's cool. it's so funny because this is such a random group of people it's such a random finding but we've created such an awesome friendship like not to get too corny but these girls are so awesome and it was the most random combination of it's humans. a very eclectic group of women whatever you're into even your style of football even the style of takes that you like the style of humor that you like i feel like you could find it between the four of us or at least the three of them cooter mm -hmm. and lindellian linda lions linda, linda whatever she wants to go <laughs> by they is not what i call her they first met in a fantasy league uh and then became friends I shortly joined after, 
uh, Miss Cooter and I were part of a fantasy company together. And then uh, Vic found her way onto fantasy streets, as we like to call them. And uh, she's made a name for herself. I'm very excited. I, you know, we have our group chat is going off all day. I love okay. these awesome, awesome girls. And it's a blast to watch them, all three of them grow. So this is like a Sunday before kickoff start like, sit no, whatever we want to talk about I don't, live you know. live like live youtube all the oh, social yeah. and stuff like that so oh, this yeah. is going to be happening at what time on sundays 11 30 eastern standard which is oh. my time the rest of them can do the uh time zone math which they probably yeah, Larry do. does to me too. I'm central and he's like, it's at this time. I'm like, I'm like, minus one, minus one plus three, two, five. Yeah. I don't know. But then Larry starts, <laughs> like, somebody's on the West Coast and Larry's like, what time is that again? I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Can't be a time zone calculator, man. <laughs> <laughs> you East Coasters are so damn arrow, like arrogant about your time. Everybody has to be on your time. It's like TV, mm -hmm. like, oh, it's nine Eastern. What the fuck does that mean? Can I get the nine Eastern, eight Central, Better Mountain, and six Dude. Pacific? Can you give me all this? Everyone should just. How'd you get into fantasy football anyway? Was it the, the pandemic? So my mom is a football fan, not my dad. So okay. I grew up just always, you know, Sundays are meatballs, spaghetti, and sauce and football, uh, and then everyone kind of shuts up. It's the one thing that everyone can agree on. Uh, my brother is six years younger than me. So, you know, you kind of coexist, exist, 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 whatever it is, uh, with a sibling that that's young. At least we had that. So we have football. It's the one thing that we have together. So growing up, whatever football, this football, I didn't know that girls didn't like football until I started wearing my Plaxico Burras jersey to school and girls it's not really they didn't like football they just didn't like football players that shot themselves pre, pre or post, that's true but uh, that was pre that was pre, pre uh pre shooting weapon and groin. Yeah, yeah, yeah pre yeah. Uh, like waistband pistol yeah right, right, right. right he did his best okay it was uh, he, oh god plexico please uh, he's wearing, my favorite who, wear, who wears sweatpants why is he wearing sweatpants to the club okay so just for putting real, it in like your pocket you know and so anyway so i basically uh <laughs> freshman year of high school started i don't even know if my mom knows this so i started just joining uh, leagues by myself uh, when i wasn't supposed to <laughs> you little charlatan <laughs> <laughs> well, like so how'd you do how did the bug get you? <laughs> i was really bad you want to know why i would just draft giants uh, I, I, don't, I was literally gonna make a joke about yeah. it I was like i'll let her do it for herself yeah. because i, I, I could have finished that one too i was like yeah, yeah. Given your love um, to Daniel Jones, i already know how this goes but i didn't even know what i was doing is the thing you know uh but i think that's the beauty of it i didn't know what fancy football was i kind of like heard guys talking about it at school and i was like well i can do that uh, uh -huh. So that's kind of how it started a little bit, and then it just right. thought it spiraled, you know, like a snowball. That's cool. So what's your what's your fantasy? Are you into dynasty, best ball, redraft, mm. Debbie DFS? Like, where's your? So best ball's new for me this year, which I blame Twitter for, Ooh. and I have way too many. I'm way too many best balls. You have a few uh, FC eliminators, correct? Uh, Yes, I do. <laughs> how many how many eliminators did you end up? I think uh, I did three. Okay. I, I cut okay. it off there. You know, life got a little hectic and you can't so keep so up you, with all you the You actually have some self-control and like Larry. 
Gotcha. Uh, I, 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 no, she hosted. She was the celebrity for three. We 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 ho we hosted three as well. I was in like thirteen of them. It was yeah. Larry has no self control. Oh, he's like, oh he's I like, joined the fun. No, yeah, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't that fun actually. It was just like too much. It was just. We started our listener league shortly after, and he, I had to convince him let's do one more draft for the listener league because he was like, I just want to wait. I'm so fucking burnt out on drafts right now. Because, yeah. yeah, when you do 13 at a time, you feel like a zombie. I think my oldest Dynasty League is four years, I want to say. Nice. Maybe three. Yeah. Four? Three? Uh, I do love redraft. I will say that that's, like, what my heart is in. And I think that's just the way yeah. I started. I am still the commissioner of a home league that we do every single year. I got screwed last year, you know. Imagine having a team. Just listen. I'm, I I need to hear you guys reacting. Ready? Yeah. You have Dak, Saquon, Kittle, Galladay. Julio and Mixon. That's your team. Imagine what happens to you. I know. I, I got a Ow. pretty good idea. Yeah. Ow. That's painful. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. Here I am thinking yeah. I'm a smart ass. I don't know if I can yeah. say ass on here, but why didn't why didn't you I've dropped the F bomb several times now? So I think you can you can <laughs> say ass at <laughs> once in a while. I'm trying <laughs> to like this is my think. kind of fucking show then. We like that E on the next to the podcast title. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's yeah. how we roll. Yeah. And we most certainly yeah. are. I have a detour here. When was the first time you had a white claw? And how did that snowball into like... I'm like having a weird moment here where I'm realizing somehow my life all spiraled at COVID. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Uh, so we... Who knew? Uh, <laughs> yeah, who knew? So I read up on my Twitter and I was like, I need a white claw. No, I think that the, I might've had it maybe the summer before, but not to the extent. I think that when I came home, my dad is a big black cherry guy overall, you know, oh, black cherry ice cream, the two of us like black cherry, non-alcoholic seltzer. And I think he bought a pack. I must've read down my Twitter, like right around there. So maybe this was fate here. Wow. The two have linked up collision um, and then it was just a nightmare uh from that point on <laughs> yeah, there some, yeah there was some we had some good podcasts back then i have never had a white claw in my entire life i know i think it's disgraceful really there's a lot of dudes that haven't had a white claw i can also make that claim i also host host a lot of parties so there was a lot of white claw that does come through this house yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. i was able to find oh. a green one Oh uh -huh. my god! An orange yeah. one. Oh no! And the coveted black cherry. I will. I can't believe I was late. This is like so it's, the sweetest oh, thing cool. any man has Script ever done for me. Exciting. Script the, I'm going to drink a white claw. You are you recommending the black cherry? Okay, wait, but I feel like you should take. You should have it last. So open the. So wow. you called it orange. It's grapefruit. I think you should have that one first. <laughs> okay, so are you really going to start him on the worst of the three? <laughs> Don't yeah. you want to like get get me out of the gate? Like okay, okay, you're right, you're right. I lied, I lied. Start with the lime. Don't start him with the grapefruit. Yeah, start it. Lime. I want you to go lime, grapefruit, cherry. Oh, so finish have, strong with the black cherry. In other words, and, or maybe you'll hate it. That's okay. Just like lime just isn't like bad. Yeah. We're doing it, man. I'm gonna pound all three of them. Okay. You're gonna pound them? Oh, this should be. Fun. I'm not gonna pound them. Because that'll, I feel like yeah, I want to try. savor the taste. Yeah, you want to enjoy a savor. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a flavored seltzer guy. So, you know what? Now he's a flavored seltzer. Okay. Guy. So, you're right. So, let's hear about, well, he is, but he's, because he goes through sober Larry season and he drinks seltzers. Oh, yes. I, I don't guess. Okay, okay. Okay. 
So a lime, what are our thoughts? It's pretty good. It's not bad. I mean, it yeah, tastes I like, like the lime. It tastes like mm -hmm. a flavored seltzer. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm pretty particular to my flavored seltzers. I'm, I'm a Canada Dry guy. I mean, I will on occasion, you know, go. Uh, I like polar. Polar, yeah. See. Yeah. So um, Jinx, you yeah. owe me a claw. What <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a flavored seltzer guy, and this yes. is a flavored seltzer. So yeah. I'm in. These are good. So, so lime is one of my top tiers. Like if I'm yeah. at a party, I'm like, crap, no one has anything else. Uh, but I see some limes in the, in the fridge. We'll go lime. So lime, I do like, I will support the lime. I think it's my second favorite, wow. if not third. What is the advantage to the flavored, uh, the white claw compared to just a beer? Um, spin it around and look at the, Justin, the nutrition facts. Well, no, they, they're they're really about the same as far as caloric value goes. Are they? 100 calories. Okay, 100 but what calories. about like the, I don't know. I don't, guys, I don't actually look at this stuff. I don't fill up as fast on these. So like, I love beer. We could drink beer all day, but not as fast as I can drink these all day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so I'm drinking a, a Bud Heavy and it's 145 oh, calories. Okay. 10.6 grams of carbs. Okay, so so we'll just round up to 11 grams. Yeah. This is two. So, oh, that's right. yeah, yeah. So true. The carbs yeah. are the big selling point for oh, the flavor itself. It's not dietary fiber. If you don't want calories, just go ahead and get yourself a gin and soda. Otherwise, deal. I with usually, it. I'm like when I go to the bar, it's just a vodka soda. My yeah, my wife two is lines. a gin and She's a big gin and tonic. I like gin. Gin is growing on me lately. So I had a buddy who used to keep a jar. He would fill it up and then he would throw cucumbers in there and let it sit for like a month with the gin and cucumbers. And I'm telling you right now, that came out. This was in Montana, so that's probably about right. That was in Montana. So, real talk. But it was I believe that. <laughs> gin with cucumbers? Yeah. Jeez. Clearly. I don't have that sounds good. It is. And then you can eat the cucumbers. And I'm not even a cucumber person, but when they got a little gin up in them, I'm saying, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I like and I also, also, I make really good pickles. I make very yeah. good pickles. I don't mess with pickles, but I respect the the making of anything. That's pretty cool. You're an anti-pickle guy as well? I'm a very picky eater. There's a lot of things I don't ever eat. Oh, see, I'm not a picky eater, but I just don't like like a three or four things. I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. What? I've never smoked a cigarette in my life either. Hold on. Hold on. What? Wow. Yeah, man. Oh my God. I love this. I feel like we're being really open. I drank coffee in high school. And then July 4th of my, after my senior year, I stopped drinking any caffeine and carbonation. So oh I mean, it's almost, it, it's, it's basically the anniversary of that. Yeah. Yeah. We're 21 years deep now. Holy moly. That's right. <laughs> I was That's trying right. to make you feel better. Yeah. I think Larry oh. needs to try the grapefruit so he can realize. I'm almost finished. He's older than I am and having a child. I'm excited because there's the age difference. I have a six-year-old daughter. Yay. And we're having a okay. son in January. She's about to turn six. So she'll be six okay. years older than her six little brother, half, yeah. just like you are. So no what, way! What was, what was that like? Give me some. It's give, like, me I swear <laughs> to... God, I love it. I think my brother and I are best friends. So you kind of coexist for a little bit. But yeah, the nice right. thing is the older sibling is, and I worked in pediatrics before I went to med school. You Now you have a little helper. And An extra caretaker. You do everything. Yeah. So have a kid once the other kid's out of diapers and can take care of themselves because they think they're very involved. So it's good. But I love it. My brother and I have a fantastic relationship uh, I love that we also were not in each other's personal business. 
you know, you go to the same schools, but we also have a little bit of gap. So I didn't hear about his crop. He didn't hear about my crop. Uh, and we were able to uh, just enjoy ourselves independently and then as siblings. But now we're the best of friends. It's awesome. Yeah. So okay, okay, okay. So you want to get you want to get into this right now, Justin? We might as well. Let's bring, it, let's bring it back. Let's bring Danny it back. Dimes. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about Danny Dimes. We could we get, get it. There's really that's not much fine. to say. Not There's a fan. Yeah. Not, not a fan of the ruby grapefruit. Knew Here, it. That's why, that's why I didn't want you to start with that one, Larry. That's, that's why yeah. I didn't want you to start. With I will drink it. It's not that gross that I won't drink it, but it's so, yeah. I definitely exactly. won't ever drink these again. You have to be tipsy, but like if you're tipsy, you're like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Like, it's like, like no, no one says, let me get the grapefruit one, please. Like, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. Happen. And That's if like you me. do, watch out for that person. That's a person to watch out for. <laughs> Once you've drank six beers, it doesn't really matter after that. It all, it's all water. That's the point. That's why the claws, I think, uh, exactly are superior, right. maybe slightly to beer because you're not getting as full as fast. That's and then it's just like, Water. I could have a seltzer with my beer. <laughs> the carbs, baby. The carbs. You know. Yeah. So tell us about your Danny Dimes. Are you world. really in on Danny Dimes right now? Yeah. Are you? Come on. Um. So here's the thing with Daniel Jones. Daniel. First of all, uh, we have draft capital out the booty cheeks. So it doesn't matter. So I'm always I'm always a football fan before I'm a fantasy fan. I don't whatever. Right. Uh, I'm going to root for Daniel Jones because I don't think that Daniel Jones has been given a fair opportunity. Uh, he's had 26 game starts. 11 of those games have been with Saquon. He's had no wide receiver one. He had his two top targets be Ingram and Slayton. Between the two of them, they've lost the team 46 points. Slayton was a disgrace last year on top of Ingram, who is it's just not forgivable uh, how he performed last year. Jason Garrett, the O-line. Cam Fleming, by the way, is maybe one of the worst O-linemen I've ever seen. And I watch O-line film like it's my business that I Cam Fleming is horrid. He is so bad. I actually think I found the play where Andrew Thomas broke his foot. He's the way he slid into Andrew Thomas. He actually tripped him. And I'm pretty sure he broke his foot on that play. So Andrew mm -hmm. Thomas did play on a broken foot. You have Nick Gates at center. He's never played that position before. Um, you have new coaching staff. I like Daniel. I think Daniel Jones, again, three, the first three seasons that Eli Manning, Boy, was he not? He's not. He was not good. Like and, and that's he wasn't it. Good for the other fifteen seasons either. I know. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I'm comparing the two. Um, but Eli Manning also could get. I think Daniel Jones was given a very short stick. So I wasn't upset. I knew that the Giants were drafting him. I knew that was coming because it's a Giants pick. It was not surprising to me. Uh, I was more. I sobbed my eyes out when they drafted Andrew Thomas. I was not happy. Uh, did you I was want, very. Did you want? Did you want Daniel I didn't Jones? Want. You wanted Dwayne Haskins. Uh, this is fair. I don't know. I, that, I, I thought Dwayne no, Haskins should go to them. I did that's too. That's a fair question. And I, and um, I was probably wrong. I think that also, though, they were looking for, you know, they want the next Eli Manning. You don't get a guy. The Giants are never going to get a quarterback that's like Patrick Mahomes. And that's what the fans don't realize. Uh, you know, this uh, league glorifies quarterbacks. 
we're not a glorifying quarterback franchise and that's just it. So I think Daniel Jones has, he has no excuse now, right? We have all the weapons, the O-line we can kind of make excuses for if they can finally start Matt Pert. Like, I don't know what their problem is with him. And I will, I will stop being a Giants fan. If they do not start him, I swear I will not be a Giants fan. Um, I, I wrote Mara already a letter and like made it clear that he. Needs I hear to he returns. Him. He returns a lot of his uh, mail. He does. He like, does, he, but he has he not yet that. to return mine. Yeah. So, which is interesting because uh, I wrote. Well, my letters last year were mean. This one was kind of nice. Oh, so maybe I'll return. He probably has all the other ones, and then he's like this. Yeah, he's waiting no. for me to snap. Oh, he's waiting for God. me to really snap. Um, but I think Daniel Jones is in a good position. I think he's shown enough where. He could be the game manager that this team needs. You got him the weapons. I think Joe Judge is fantastic for what he's done. Uh, he's trying to get him things that uh, highlight his talents, which are throw the damn ball, like stop trying to get this kid killed. Uh, the O-line was really bad last year. They actually yeah. deserve yep. to be – they deserve to be ranked the worst in the league. Uh, I think it's pathetic that they were not. They were the most horrific O-line. Uh, and maybe it's just because I'm a fan and I watched it over. And I, yeah, I had to shut it off the other night. Yeah, They're they weren't bad. great. That's fair. They weren't great. They were bad. No, not well, – no. Here's the it thing. was bad. But when you, when you have an, an – and I consider Daniel Jones to be fairly athletic. When you have an athletic quarterback, you expect him to do some things on his own. And what he what he did his, his rookie year showed flashes of that. And then mm -hmm. he did absolutely none of that his second year. Because mm -hmm. so, he had Saquon. Everyone loved the Hernandez pick when it happened. The Will Hernandez <gasps> pick. Yes. That was uh, – everybody was going nuts. Oh, yeah, then, you know – Thomas pick was the most. I thought it was you know, safe. No, people could talk about picks. That one hurt me. Uh, I feel like there were so many stronger options right there to have that high of a pick and to go with Andrew Thomas. And I get it, but I think that also Andrew Thomas he did show. First of all, my favorite thing that I've ever done is called the Columbo firing. I knew it was happening. It's why he blocked me uh, because I knew it was coming. Uh, I knew there was no way. <laughs> You don't take this group of guys. You don't take Andrew Thomas. You know, even his coach, you know, said, why does he look like that? It's crazy. Uh, you don't make this group of characters look like dancing clowns. That's what I, I it's the only way to describe it. It was horrendous. I think Andrew Thomas breaking his foot around week three, week four yeah, is definitely a part of it, you know, and you're relying on him a lot. So I'm a COVID mulligan guy. Yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah. Everyone gets a fucking COVID mulligan this year. <laughs> yeah. But like, here's the thing. Also, <laughs> Matt Pert proved that he should be starting and you continued no matter what, despite Matt Pert literally showing you he is a fantastic player. You just decided, like, let's uh, start Kim Flex so bad. Uh, then Shane Lemieux comes into the picture, who I am not as high on as most Giants fans. Uh, Will Hernandez disappointed. I, him getting sick from COVID, you know, I'm not going to say yeah. blessing here because God for, you know, whatever. It's only a but, blessing when Cole Beasley gets it. That's we were the only able time to <laughs> <laughs> This, you know, and the old time is still terrifying. I feel like Kenny Galladay has gotten a QB downgrade this year, and it's going to mm -hmm. hurt. Because uh, even if you like Daniel Jones, Stafford to Jones is a is a significant downgrade. Stafford to Jones. Do you agree with the RB two? Is that Devonte Booker? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
cares? <laughs> well, no, I mean, he'll people, play though. Whoever the I RB2 like, is, is going yeah, to play get, on this team. They'll get 20% of the snaps, something Hold like on, that. Man, we're talking about the RB2 of the Giants who have a priceless running back Ooh. coming off an ACL. That second guy, is, he's going to have some volume. Of course he is. I mean, I think they're just going to smatter in a bunch of different guys. Like They're just going to put guys out there for four snaps here, three snaps there, whatever. Right. I don't think anybody like really stands out. I, I'd like Booker as a receiving back. Like, I think he could play some third down role when they want to give Saquon a little rest, whatever. But, I mean, it doesn't matter unless Saquon goes down again. At which point, everyone's going to be scrambling for whoever they think is the next guy up. Booker's had success. Uh, I don't know if he's had success, but he's had opportunity. Yeah, he's had some 100-yard games for Denver, I believe. Mr. Run DFF, at Run DFF on Twitter. I'll look it up. Sure. Kelvin Benjamin. Make the team. Oh, baby. That's what you call a classic camp body. Oh, he's just a a camp body. That's a Dave Gettleman uh, camp body. I think that that is very, uh, uh, you know, it's just very obvious to me that that's all that was. Uh, Does he look good? I think that people are giving him a little bit too much crap because he does look much better than fried chicken Benjamin that we saw at one point. Pretty deep at tight end, actually. I mean, we're not talking about superstars, but in terms of just the tight end position, Caden Smith has always He's been a good. solid yeah. backup when Evan Ingram's hurt. I mean, he doesn't like well on fire, but you can plug him in in a 16-team league and have success. Lay, by the way, Devontae Booker's career high in a single game is 83 yards. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, well, you know, he must have had some, like, two-touchdown game or some, like, ridiculous game. We had a two-touchdown game last year. Sure, I feel like, I don't know, right? I think he compliments, you know, and I'm coming to terms with, uh, I'm a very big Gallman fan. I think that, Me you know, too. I was very upset. Oh, I also oh, think that Gallman, you know, with Wilson's surgery, with Mostert having the very fragile booty that he has over there, I think there's a very high chance that at some point we see Sermon and Gallman on the field at the same time. I think that that is not yes. without question. Justin. Um, and I'm very high on Gallman. I think even, let's say Wilson's not there. You're telling me they're automatically, without a doubt, going to start the rookie over Gallman, who just came off a very career-high year and looked pretty damn good? No. I, heart you I right don't now. think so. Justin, uh, that's just not the way right that's going to go. Gallman is a good running back. He needs to be in the right system. He needs to be a running back, too. But he also can creep on that edge there if it's the right play calling so i could see gallman i mean i think people are crazy for saying gallman's gonna get no work is one of them has to play so i would be surprised if they automatically go the rookie i'm in on gallman i am absolutely in on gallman as a super by low easy late round startup pick i mean that's a Mm -hmm. no-brainer for me because there's so much upside in that offense if he gets opportunity you know it's it's most dirt so he's Probably going to get opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's there's something there. What I can't figure right. out is why the Giants didn't re-sign him. I battle. I battle at night. I cry myself to sleep. I'm a huge Gallman. And Giants fans are, don't agree with me on this. I don't think that Gallman and Saquon complement each other very appropriately. 
is nice. the only thing I can come up with. And I think that, you know, someone like Booker, he's kind of like, he's just like there. Gallman's not versatile enough, perhaps. He's well, kind of a key down banger that can. He's more, yeah. doesn't do he's great. more of a direct backup. They don't want to use the roster spot for a direct backup. Yeah, just, I don't know. The Giants wasted Gallman. Justin it's, loves fucking Wayne Gallman, man. He loves I just, Gallman. I, think I love him. Solid, I think he's a solid player. Justin is a huge Gallman guy. Huge. I, I am a Gallman girl. I get so much shit from Giants Twitter about this. You know how I much was, better Gallman girl sounds than Gallman I was yeah. so fucking pissed when they got rid of him. Like, I was so, there's no reason to get rid of him. You have a very capable guy that has been in the system, knows the playbook, like knows these guys, and you're going to go and just get rid of him. He got a lower contract over there and watch this yeah. guy end up balling out. Now that Wilson, what, the dude can't get up from a chair without tearing his meniscus? Goldman's going to get time on that field, whether Moster everyone likes too. it or Moster. Moster Yeah, Moster he has, couldn't make it through leg. OTAs. Moster yeah, gets a broken leg like every six months. Here's what I can't figure out. Here's what I can't figure out. <laughs> they signed Booker to a $5.5 million two-year contract, and Goldman goes and signs a one-year less than a million-dollar deal, basically a one-mil deal. You would rather have Devontae Booker than Wayne Goldman after what Wayne Goldman did for you last year? This shit doesn't make any sense. Wait, can well, I ask a question now, even though it's not sure. my show? I do this thing in Dynasty Startups where I fade quarterbacks because oh, I usually get the what? 112. Are you talking about Superflex? I'm not done. Listen! All right. Fair <laughs> can enough. you just tell me about Zach Wilson because I – had to draft him and i'm freaking out i think you're in good shape with zach wilson man the reports coming out and listen his name just started popping up and all these big time analysts started talking about him and he was always being mocked to the jets and i just couldn't understand it but yeah i mean apparently he's got an arm like john elway <laughs> everyone's just like this guy's the shit in florin park now i'm going to the jets training camp august 4th because i'm 15 minutes from florin park where the jets oh. training camp facility is Nice. Yeah, I texted. Yeah, I don't think they're doing open. I used to go always as a kid to Albany. Yeah. My concern with Zach Wilson is I'm very high on him. I think that he yeah. has, you know, terrific accuracy, the whole nine yards. When it comes I'll to downfield, I could tell you your two beefs that you have. You want to know yeah. who he's very much like, and you're gonna oh. not like this. And I'm gonna tell you. Don't even, don't even say it. Sucks. Don't even say it. I don't want to hear. He's Daniel Jones. He's got that. He's got that. He's got all the talent. Oh. All the talent oh. that you know, it's this combination. How between, dare you? Uh, you know what, Larry? She just said he's Mitch Trubisky. How oh dare my you? No. It's the aggressiveness that no, was Jameis no, Winston, but the, the savior athlete in Daniel Jones. But no, see, he's the like less athletic version of those guys. What? <laughs> You're not wrong. He's the less athletic version of Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, etc. Like Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. The dude is not. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to both of you. Sorry. I'll see you again in three years when you're drafting. <laughs> you know, Wilson's not NFL ready. I think he needed time to develop. So it's going to be a lot of pressure. And New York's a really hard place to play. But, you know, they definitely improved their team. I like what they did in the offseason. So I hope Wilson can uh, be the guy that everyone's hoping. But you guys are not winning a ton. That's what everyone forgets. You don't get a new coach and a new quarterback and all of a sudden go to the Super Bowl. And I think fans forget that. I got yeah. blocked by somebody on Twitter because <laughs> th this guy posted a video and was like, here's my explanation for why the Jets are going to win 10 games. And I was driving 
and a red light and i just whipped out my phone looked at it and i was just like they're not winning 10 games and i just went out with my <laughs> i just kept driving and he had a conniption he went berserk and he was like you didn't even watch my video <laughs> he went he went nuts and i was like i don't know man i just saw your fucking tweet there's no way the jets are winning 10 games next year <laughs> you know the overall yeah. in vegas for the jets is six and i'm okay with that because i like the fact that we have a you know a nice nucleus of really good players for the very first time in forever uh, yeah. it's, it's like it doesn't make any sense how good of shape the jets are in right now so it's hard to comprehend but yeah man they're not winning 10 games and just be realistic last yeah, year i thought so... we were winning five with a new coach we won six that's awesome you you're not winning eight games <laughs> like let's just be realistic there's yeah. so many pieces that have to come together and the second year is most important like even joe judge i think is a little bit on the hot seat you know uh yeah. a second year you talk a big talk man so let's see the performance and so daniel jones has no excuses this year. He's got a, a full arsenal of wide receivers, and we just talked about their running backs. The tight ends are deep as well. You know, they might not be superstars, but so the over under is seven. The Vegas line. Where do you got the Giants this year? Over or under seven wins? So, yeah, I have the over. This team won mm. six games. Between those three games, were lost between six points. There is no excuse for this team to not win eight games, period. Uh, you have made plenty of changes. This team should win eight games. People will argue that they'll be so mad and up and riot if we don't win nine, ten. Chill out. Temper expectations. I think eight games is a fantastic place to put this team in an NFC East, especially that has definitely improved other than the Eagles. Well, I think that every team in the division has gotten a little stronger. I mean, mm -hmm. Washington got a much better quarterback in Fitzpatrick than they had last year. Slow down mm -hmm. on the much better quarterback with Fitzpatrick. No one's ever said those words. Well, you don't have to say the word, those words together. Maybe not, but when you look at what they played last year, it's like, I mean, they, they were rolling out some scrubs. Not to be too bold, but we're talking about like a Super Bowl contender team. This is a with team right that really – With the right – exactly – so sure. go and just give up the picks. Who cares? If yeah. uh, if you can make a run for it and make a name, they're a great team. I think this is going to bite them in the butt. But you got yeah, Dak Prescott coming back from injury. And then you got a team that is, you know, led by Jalen Hurts, who can't be worse than Carson Wentz was last year. So <laughs> No one can. <laughs> right. I mean, that was rough. So, and I don't Carson won't. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. I can't believe I've never heard that one before. I don't even know. Yeah, said it, and I, I obviously probably stole it from someone. Uh, but like, really, uh, Carson won't. That's why, that's why I think uh, Jonathan Taylor is gonna do fantastic because when everyone realizes that Wentz is just won'ts, then they'll just keep running. Even Wentz can't be as bad as he was last year. Is it time to kick Slayton to the curb or what? Newsflash Slayton will literally never be a wide receiver, too. He is a wide receiver, three. People were in uproar. Like, stop trying to make players something so, they're not. Does this mean you love Sterling no. Shepard? Okay, we'll get there. Listen, listen, everyone. Uh, no, here's the thing with Slayton. You don't get to lose 11 points for the team with a 52.1% completion rate as the second most targeted player on this team. Mm -hmm. With, oh, I will argue, what? No, I'm being honest. That no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, I hate that's Slayton. Slayton's <laughs> been one of the biggest disappointments in fantasy football. The way that this guy, the balls that he gets are, he must have the most, I don't do the catchable pat, whatever that stat is there. 
he does he should have caught the ball. So I think that you replace him even with Galladay, right? Slayton was very disappointing. Shepard's coming off a very good year. You know, you go 52.1% completion rate in Slayton with a 74.1% completion rate in Shepard. Why are we not giving Shepard the ball more? Why is Slayton the second most targeted player on the team? You don't lose 11 points for a team. Ingram lost 35. Like, these are the problems here. It's it's poor management of the playbook. I do remember, and I do recall, everyone hating on me for saying that Shepard was a much better player than Slayton last year. And everybody just hammered me for it. I feel vindicated. Shepard is one of my better calls. If he could stay on the field, I would heart. I think we'll see him have a very good year because you're finally seeing him be a wide receiver too, period. Yeah, he doesn't have to be the the wide receiver. Yeah. Exactly. Listen, listen, I'm giving out that COVID mulligan again. Shepard has proven to play better with a wide receiver one on the field, same as Ingram. Shepard and Ingram need stress taken away from them. I don't have an excuse for Slayton. There was no excuse this year. He blew You guys can see it on the screen. And for the listeners, I'm pointing out that he was a round five pick 33 I was, was I was basically just, a, I was just looking at it. it was a six round I mean pick. he's just he's basically almost a six round pick. Like he's not mm-hmm. they didn't draft him. And he's him still to be going before Shepard. Well, well like I said, the the Giants is not it's not a very fancy friendly team until we have any yeah. idea what Jason Garrett's gonna do, what Daniel Jones is gonna do, and what Kenny Galladay is. I wasn't very in on them bringing Kenny Galladay, but actually, sorry, I wasn't super excited about it. Whatever. Kenny Galladay, I think he was faking his hip injury. It seems like complete crap to me. Kenny Galladay can be very great. I think him and Daniel Jones definitely uh, highlight each other's best qualities. But we need to see this guy get out there. I need to see him on the field. Larry has the ADP pulled up, and it looks like Shepard or Slayton is about around round and a quarter above Sterling Shepard. They're both really late. Players that people are taking before Shepard? Are you mad? There's Sterling Shepard at 210, Darius Slayton at 195. Okay, so this is Superflex DLF ADP. Sterling Shepard's wide receiver 81, and Darius Slayton's wide receiver 73. I'd rather have any of the the 10 guys prior to Slayton. I'd probably want Josh Palmer, who is... I'd rather have Dwayne Eskridge... Over Slayton, Josh Palmer over Slayton. I'll tell you right now, Kevin Myers behind Darius Slayton is shocking to me. Wow. And even it's crazy because, you know, there's not a lot of coaches talk that you can listen to. I think that Urban Myers has been off his rocket. Uh, It needs to shut up and either learn how to talk to the uh, media or learn what a third down back is. But, like, I think that the fact that Judge went out, he's barely addressed the media. Him saying that he called Shepard to let him know they were not uh, drafting Tony. Like, they, he told him that they were drafting Tony, but it wasn't to replace him. But he didn't call Slayton. Like, I think that's. I didn't know that. That's a nice snippet. Nice. Yeah. Like, he never called Slayton to say that. He called Shepard to say that because Shepard. Oh, my God. But what about their first round pick? So they finally invest some draft capital in a wide receiver. And it's Kadarius Tony, who in the fantasy world was kind of like an afterthought of the late third round pick. Right, Right, Justin? Yeah. I mean, we all dismissed Kadarius Tony right from the get go. And then when he gets drafted in the first round, it feels a little bit like Brandon Ayuk, where everyone was like, eh, he could be drafted early, but 
still don't like him, whatever. We all fade him. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. We don't know. I don't. I still don't know if Brandon Ayuk is good. If the opportunity is there, there's targets and points to be to be had. I don't know how I feel about Kadarius Tony as a prospect. Take us through the, your Kadarius Tony um, when when they drafted him. Yeah. What was so going through I your ended mind? up having to delete my reaction video because apparently it upset <laughs> everyone. Like I, I wasn't even upset because I like Kadarius Tony. Like I'm not gonna lie. I think uh, the team that was around him definitely took away from the talent that he did have he is a very good player at the end of the day um he is a player that can do you name it this guy can do anything he's a former quarterback he's he's like a gadget guy he didn't really have a designated position He's Florida, quick, you know, senior uh, year. Yeah. it's angles after he, catch. So he's basically he's converting to wide receiver from just a do-it-all guy. Obviously, that's going to take some time. Do you think New York, the New York media, has time for a project first-round wide receiver? I don't think he's a project uh, man. Special teams, but maybe they must have some design plays for this guy. And I, and I, I guess he'll be, yeah. I suspect he'll be the punt room kick returner as well, you think? I don't but they also have this is why i think that judge either has a master plan or he's going to totally botch it because yeah. why did you bring on Dante Pettis? why did you bring on john ross why did you bring on xxx blah, 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 blah. uh he obviously has some kind of plan going on there he's supposed to be the special teams guy um and yeah. if our special teams does not get better this year i'm really gonna have an issue but i think Darius tony um He's allowed to be a project because they already brought on talent. So you have Galladay, Shepard, Slayton, name it, is already right. there. Maybe you can use him just when you need him. I think the fact that they say that, you know, his routes need more consistent and he needs to learn how to – he's not that type of player, you know. It kind of reminds me of, like, Christian Kirk almost when he was coming out a little bit, but not as dynamic and uh, fast. He's more has more when it comes off the line. I don't know. I don't know how Kadarius Tony's gonna fit in there, and I, I might be rambling about him because I sure. personally don't know. Especially with Jason Garrett, like at least if I knew it was an offensive coordinator that had a mind to use a guy like this, uh, but yeah. he's also uh, my new thing. Looking at uh, film this past year, now that I'm like you know uh, part of this fantasy football football this world is I like body control and being able to, you know, nearly get tackled and just get away. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, football IQ. I think he has both of those things. I've never seen someone escape a tackle the way that this guy does. It's seriously insane. Uh, he has very good body control. Even guys like Devontae Smith is another example. Jalen Darden. All guys that I was a big fan of because I'm film, they have very good body control. They're able to have someone else like coming on to them and still get away and score. Outside of Saquon, it is feeling like they just have too many options and not enough, not enough ball feet. It might be an advantage to them though, because I don't think the league knows what they're going to do either. I kind of like, like, no one has what if the league just knows they suck? Well, <laughs> it's true, maybe. Listen, they don't sorry, suck, though. I'm Six sorry, I'm sorry, I don't want to do it to you. Listen, so we're, okay. we're it's expecting... all right, you're the Falcons, and you barely have <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, you're the Falcons. <laughs> this is why, but you know, it, but you have it, Julio. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah. oh mer, mer. <laughs> That's what you get. Okay. I mean, I would say you have Odell. I'd say you have Odell, but he was never what Julio is. You know what I was saying, and I think Edelman fucked up here. Why didn't he just take Fields? 
and say, I mean, would you rather have Fields or Danny Dimes? And I put this trade on here just to fuck around because it's Fields or Danny Dimes in a 2022 first. The Giants have a, I mean, and what we're talking about, I understand Chicago's 20, everyone's saying their 2022 first will probably be early because they're going to suck. But now they picked up Justin Fields with a pick. They could, they could be mediocre. I don't know if it'll be a top 10 pick. So you're but, talking real life football here. I was talking wow. well, I started and then I just meandered into the wilderness. I just ran into a cornfield with what I was talking about. Did you ever ponder the idea of the Giants taking field in that spot? You learn after years of being a Giants fan. Can you imagine being a Giants fan and gentleman trading down twice? I knew he was gonna do it once. I really did believe that was gonna happen. I kept wow, you know, that's we, I really he's felt that way. He's never he traded in his life. He kept being instigate. He did it the second yeah. time. Holy crap. I wish I had that on camera. He figured it out. Wild. He was just like, oh, wow. I could, uh, wow, this trading thing, huh? Yeah. Uh, it just <laughs> wasn't happening. I had to choose some random dude I didn't really like. Oh, how about that? It's like when uh, I discovered I think, wings. I was just like, wings? <laughs> wings? Really? Awesome. Let's go get some more I think wings. He, I think the Giants <laughs> proved that Judge is in charge now, and that's it. I don't think that Gettleman had a lot of decision-making here. Okay, Daniel Jones is tough, man. He's tough. He's a tough pill to swallow. What about the rest of the NFC East? Rank how you hate them. The rest of your NFC. Of the, the Washington's fine. Like I like okay. them. Let me give you my, this was good. Okay. I enjoy this as well. Yes, the great, I love that. Black, black cherry. Instead the of saying this. Black cherry, yes. Yeah, uh, on a, on a also, I feel like I would like your perspective on who we hate more, the Cowboys or the Eagles. I think the Cowboys are just annoying. Like, stop saying you're going to win a Super Bowl. You're not winning a Super Bowl. It's easy for me. I want. I just want to hear, as a fan, who do you hate the most? Who do you hate the least? Clearly, the football team is the team that you don't have a whole lot of animosity toward. They're so equal. Oh God, I hate them. I <laughs> like, who, think who that I hate like, the Cowboys you. more. Eh, I agree. Everyone hates the Cowboys more. So I don't blame you. They're the not America's is- team. Who decided that? Like, it's well, so dumb. Well, Texas is a big state, so it's all about that. That's must have been that fake news. Fake news before fake news was fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a Texas, I got a Texas size predicament, and it's a big one. <laughs> I just hate that. I just hate everything that is the Cowboys, like, everything about them. Every year they come out and think they won the Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl. They don't turn me on. They don't do it for me. Yeah. That's how I felt about my ex that was a Cowboys fan. It was the same thing. Oh, gross. Okay, so here's the thing. So I always find my way. (laughs) When I hear someone tell me they're a Cowboys fan, I'm instantly just like, ugh. ugh." So one time I was asked, I was on like a, it was just a Giants thing. There was an Eagles fan writing in the comments. And he came on like they were letting people come on. And he was like, so do you feel this way about Eagles fans? And I was like, I don't, sorry, I'm not following. Like I've had a couple claws, like my second podcast ever. Um, Would you feel comfortable going out with or associating yourself with whatever it was? And I was like, I think you're all awful, but I don't know that many of you. So I don't know what to say right <laughs> now. Uh, like, I don't, it's all I know. I just know that you're, you're annoying. <laughs> hey, I got a, I got a random one. You do any IDP leagues? IDP at all? So I made my new ones. So I'm very excited though. Cause I feel like it involves all of football. 
Yeah. Like where like you're able to actually enjoy uh, the defensive side a little bit more. So this is my first year. You're doing so okay. So you're in an IDP league and you're in your very first year. You did your draft already and everything. I have yeah, I have like two or three. Two or three IDP okay, leagues. So what's how many leagues are you in? Oh, here league, we go. Wait, league. Okay, here it is. This is how you say it. Ready? League setting leagues oh lineup, lineup setting, setting leagues. leagues that's what i, I mean was, uh, no, the, so those claws, they, they those claws, claws, they've got you good yeah they've got like 30 like 30 before 30 lineup have. setting leagues 30 yeah. league setting leagues now how are you going to pull this off i mean what do you yeah. call it the for the girls show like what what what, what do you call it for the girls what sundays are for the girls Sundays are for the girls. So mm -hmm. Liz Loza has talked about this, former guest, friend of the show. Mm -hmm. She has a hard time setting her lineup. She's up at like six in the morning doing all this nonsense. I can just walk with you guys. I'm dumb. We're not doing my whole camera thing. Okay. What? what I don't happened? know. Where'd she go? <laughs> <laughs> just ditched us. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I figured this out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> click the link again. Okay. So uh, ready, I'll tell my. Uh, here, we here we go. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Sorry, you hear me? No, 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 no. You were there the whole time. You just disappeared from like the main oh, screen. Sorry. I forgot what I was talking about. So that's the that's the caveat You're here. You're talking about Liz Loza. So Liz Loza oh, said. She was telling us about how it sucks on game day to get her shit together. She did have to downsize leagues because yeah, she was on air trying to set lineups and last minute know, scratches. What you girls are going to have to do is figure out, okay, everyone gets like five minutes to just shut the hell up and set their lineups. No, dude, you need more than five. There's no way you can set I mean, 30, you know, 30 fucking well, no, teams. Like, Okay, so you can have all your lineups set, and then you just kind of go through and find the players that are out. My hope is, honestly, someone sent me. So I don't really do, like, Excel okay. sheet stuff. That's not really, like, my thing. But I'm hoping that I have some kind of uh, format going that I can just go in and hopefully take out players that I don't want to play. I don't, like, know how it's going to go, honestly. Miles Sanders. Would you rather have on Johnson or Miles Sanders? Would you have, rather have somebody Stop. else and then San, and then Johnson at the like value wise? Because you can get Carryon jo Johnson off waivers, and, and then he's going to get playing time over Kenny Gainwell. Gainwell's not. Carryon's going to be the number two. I You're going to have to clarify the hell out of this question, Larry. I don't know what, what did I ask. Would you, you rather take who you could get it with your, <laughs> where Miles Sanders goes and then get Carryon Johnson later, or would you rather have Miles Sanders? I guess. It's <laughs> I guess I guess this means some white claws like, like around the world here. See what happens when you drink white claws? <laughs> my first white claw. Uh, you know, maybe what's what's the hangover like? Is there one? Yeah, we're talking yeah. about uh, Carrie and Miles Sanders in the same sentence, bro. Yeah, Larry. <laughs> look, I took Carrie on. The reason this is fresh. Yeah, the reason this is talking. Yeah, I took him at the twenty-two eleven. And and Larry's like, ooh, let's talk about Carry On Johnson. What the fuck? <laughs> I took him in the twenty second round, the second to last pick in the draft. <laughs> and he's the number two, right? He's already the number two. Yeah, sure. John Sanders ain't playing a whole season. We all know this. I don't know. What? You don't know? I figure. I figure. I think. I reckon. I know. Not. 
Boston Scott. Whoa. No. So yeah, Stephanie, when you do, I mean, I guess you, you do a pod with uh, Linda and she's from Oklahoma. So I guess you can say, I reckon when you do a guy, a pod with a guy in <laughs> Mississippi, I'm proud. Yeah. When I get, like, I'm proud of the opportunity that I get to say, I reckon. And yeah. I like to say, I reckon this and I reckon that sometimes. So yeah. get that for the girls. Make sure you throw in, make sure you reckon something. I am going to throw that one down. Uh, it's just even her reaction. She'll probably tell me to shut up. I think uh, yeah, yeah, she's, right? she's, yeah. down, she's probably reckons. She reckons too. Girl, put your ass up. I'm the only New Englander, Northeastern uh, out of the four of us. Really? Where's Victoria from? Victoria, yeah. she is in Texas now. All right, man. What do you think? We should wrap this up. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up! So I've only annoyed you guys for how long? An hour and 40 seconds. Oh, we loved it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we're best friends. It's 10 minutes of good content. <laughs> 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 we like to ramble, so it's fine. You'll see. You'll see. Hey, do you li- what, what, do you listen to podcasts? Like, what do you... I uh... Listen, I'm not even lying to you. I this is not going to smoke up your bum, but look at me sing bum and not ass. I listen to your po- I listen to very few podcasts. As you can tell, I'm a little bit of a head case, uh, and I am all over the place. So I like to listen to something that I can have in the background or when I wake up. So your podcast, JJ uh, Zachary, another one that I like to listen to. Yeah. Nice. Uh, those are two of my favorites. Uh, Ragey Q is another one. Other than that, I mean, Salito did the whole potathon without his fucking mic plugged in. Yeah, he was like three quarters away through the right. potathon. Like, you were there. You were online with us when you when it. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he went well, to take a dump. That's how he realized. Yeah, mic wasn't plugged in. <laughs> Dumps with Sal. You know, we love talking about Sal, man. Maybe I'll get him over the house one of these days. (laughs) Your episode with him was great. I laughed so hard. Oh, yeah. He's a good one. He's a good buddy. He lives not too far. He's a, you know, he's the serial killer. This is how we don't get him back on the show between me yes. roasting him in the chat and then Larry calling him a, a <laughs> serial killer. Oh my God. So Stephanie Smalls, where are you from? Where we get you? What, what, what do we, what can you tell us? Where can we find you? I, I, I've run out of words. That's because you had claws. In claws. My claws. claws have got their grip yeah. on Larry. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow with all these claw marks all over my body. That's what happens. I'm telling you. Sweet. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Everyone find me at Stevie Small Three L's. Those three L's are Brady's, not mine. Uh, all my work is at FTN. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. FTN, baby. Go check it out. Go down the wormhole, the FTN wormhole. That's what they should call it, the FTN network. It should be at FTN wormhole. Just, oh, guess what? I got some stuff going on, man. I'm going to be on the FF stories tomorrow. I don't know if you guys guys, uh, heard about that, that pod that comes out where, from what I understand, you get hammered on the show before the show. And then they ask you about random fantasy play. Oh, I'll let the cat out of the bag. We're talking about Brandon Marshall tomorrow, which I don't give a shit about. Fuck Brandon Marshall. So it should be an interesting show with me bombed talking about I don't give a shit Brandon Marshall. Your wife's going to be so excited that you got bombed. I warned, I warned her. I'm like, I'm doing two shows. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing two shows this week, and, I, and I'm doing two shows next week. I'll be on a DLF show next, which will be live. That'll be Calvin and Hobby. Uh, I was and- 
Yeah, we'll be talking about me and Rotobuzz guy. We'll be talking about the Jets. A little preseason preview right. on the DLF uh, YouTube it channel. Fun. It was very fun. Yes, so that's what I got going on. But yeah. Oh, baby, we are ready to rock and roll for real. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Hey, Monkey and Justin Rogers. Talking Dynasty Football, baby.